is the podcast where we talk all things basketball. I'm joined here by my co-host, Riley. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. Okay, I thought you were not going to answer for a second. I was like, nice. <laughs> I was like debating. I was like, I haven't really done anything. but like, You were like the baby. <laughs> That's not a good thing, bro. You don't want to be like that man right now. No one wants to be like the baby, ever. Oh my god! I came out of work and I tried to get into my car, and then there was this guy just like chilling on the hood of my car, and he was talking about people that he's fought. Man's. What do you mean? What? Lance was just vibing. What do you mean? <laughs> I never, he's, never done that he's never done that before? He should have fought him. sat on the hood of someone else's car talking about how many people I fought. We all know you fought in, like, one, Brody. Yeah, you're right. But for this list, or, it's the power four rankings. You know the drill by now. And yep. this was the this is the hardest one for me. It's definitely really deep, and, like, there's a lot of good players. Like, it's not just deep to the point where it's, like, like, there's a lot of upper echelons players, I guess, you know? Oh, it has... And we don't even have... We don't even, we, don't even have we don't even have Tatum in it, so, like, yeah. Yeah, exactly, because Tatum, yeah, we, yeah, Tatum are small for Tatum in this one, so imagine if there was Tatum in here. Like, this is deep, and also, like, like, Five through ten is changeable. No, exactly. Like, I'm still going back and forth. Like, there's players that, like, are five, six that could be at nine or ten, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, it's, like, it's definitely in tiers, but it's really it's really difficult to to do. Um, How many honorable mentions do you have? I did three, but I really think, like, in terms of actually making the list, there's only really one. Oh really? And like in terms of, uh, and like how close they are, like I definitely think there's like, I definitely think there's like a bit of a gap between eleven and then twelve and thirteen. No, yeah, yeah, I got you. Um, did you have? Did you count Jaron Jackson Jr. because he like barely played? Um, he was my last honorable mention, and that's the only reason why, just because he didn't really play all that much. Okay, well now now I'm kind of curious. Okay. So yeah, so he was your so he was your only honorable mention, right? No, he was my last one. I had two other ones, two other ones. Oh, you said you oh, but you said only one of them. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I he's one of my honorable mentions too. I had three, but yeah, he just didn't play enough. So yeah, he didn't really show enough to really establish himself in the top ten. He definitely could be there, but he just hasn't yeah, not enough yet. Next year, especially now that. Uh... Valanciunas is gone. I'm expecting a big year from JJJ, unless of course he's fucking injured again. Yeah, injuries have been a concern for him. But what are they gonna do? Because they have, they have Brandon Clark, Lomo, and JJJ who all played. I think for a lot of minutes at the four. So what do you think they're and Stephen Adams now? So well, think I think they're gonna want to. I think they're gonna try to run JJ, JJJ at the five a little more. Obviously, Stephen Adams is still there, so he's gonna get minutes. But yeah, JJJ is um, already full time center. But yeah. And I think last that I heard is that uh, uh, Brandon Clark's minutes were starting to get uh, a little reduced. 
Well, yeah, from his he had an amazing rookie year, and then second year, he's it's definitely it's not. Yeah, it's definitely not. He was not trending in the right direction. Is what I'll say. But yeah, um, I'll say so. We both have JJJ as an honorable mention. I'll say one of my honorable mentions. I got John Collins. Uh, Whoa. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Am I missing something? No. I mean, uh, no. He's probably like five for you. See, this is what I'm talking about. Like, this is going to be like, I still don't even know what I want to do yet. But yeah, so John Collins is an honorable mention for me. Um, scoring wise, he's a very versatile big man. I mean, you can pick and pop, pick and pick and roll. Amazing roll man, amazing pop man. <laughs> Popovich. But I feel like de- <laughs> I feel like defensively, it's still not there. And I don't think offensively it's like the people above him are like offensive player or players that are the same level on offense but they create for themselves john collins isn't really a guy like he's a perfect like sidekick but these other guys they create for themselves more than the other players but yeah i i have him as an honorable mention i don't know he's still young what do you do in the playoffs i i don't even like he didn't really do anything in the playoffs either, which is kind of like another reason I don't why. A bad run. He didn't do bad, but he wasn't like anything special. Like he's supposed to be their second best player, and I don't even think he's their uh, second Clint best Capella? player. Clint Capella is fucking amazing. I would definitely have Clint Capella as their second best player. Exactly. So he's I their... think he definitely closed the gap a lot, though. Who did? Oh, Colin. No, fucking Kevin Herter closed the gap. It's their second best. Uh, <laughs> I thought you said that Clint Capella closed the gap. Uh, yeah, he's yeah. the second best player. That's what I thought you meant. But no, like, he didn't really... He just, like, disappears a lot. And, I mean, that's that's kind of a tendency with lots of these power forwards. <laughs> but, yeah, I have John Collins' honorable mention. Who is your uh, next honorable mention? Um, I, uh, This was my main honorable mention, but it was Pascal. And I actually had him on the list originally, but I took him off. Um, but yeah, I just really love Pascal and his his game. Especially in uh, like obviously in transitions where he thrives. Um, I think his offensive game overall, and especially in the half court, could uh, use some work. You know, maybe a little little less spin moves. Yeah, but uh, I think Pascal is very versatile, which is why I really like him. And uh, I, yeah. I don't want the Raptors to trade him. But, I mean, they also have fucking Scotty Barnes now. So, I don't know. It, I don't know what they're it's doing. It's kind of a weird... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, everyone says to trust it because, you know, Toronto's GM's a, a god or something. What's I his name? Like I don't he, know. Uh, Messiah Jury. Messiah. Messiah, yeah. I feel like... Do you think that Siakam's the best player on the Raptors? Because I think he is. So do I. Even when Kyle Lowry was there, I think I would probably have had Pascal over him. Yeah, same. No, oh, that's what I that's what I meant too. Like last I meant last season yeah. he was the best player on the Raptors. Thing is, he's a, he was the best player on the Raptors, but he wasn't playing like the best player on the Raptors. But the problem also is that Neither were the other top guys, so like I don't know, man. They just struggled. I think. Yeah, the Raptors. Yeah, I think the Raptors will have a bounce back here. 
I I just like I already know John Collins is in your top ten based on your reaction. I think Siakam's better than John Collins. That's fair. Which is just yeah, and obviously you don't think that, but I just think that Siakam is just I, I guess better. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like defensively, no, bro, you got worse. I feel like the gap on defense and the gap playmaking wise is bigger than the gap for them with scoring. So that's why. That's fair. I kind of have Siakam over him. So, yeah. Uh, so, my – so, yeah, that was my honorable mention. And my last – so, I have John Collins, um, JJJ, and my last honorable mention is Jeremy Grant. Yeah, me too. Okay. He was really close for me. I think Jeremy Grant was the closest for me. I mean, I don't know. Jeremy Grant, <laughs> the evolution that he went through, it's pretty cool. I mean, he went from, like, just, like – that defensive like three and D stretch big to now like nope I'm a twenty point per game scorer now. Yeah. And I'm interested to see what Detroit does with him. Like whether they ship him somewhere. Yeah. To put him in the top ten, I need to see him play on a like not just be like the completely like Yeah. But like you can't just be on the worst talent. Like he put up twenty, but that's on a really bad team. And I know that like the empty stats thing, like like I like I really don't like the empty stats argument, but he would not be playing at this level. Yeah. Or having this type he would not be this type of player on a different team. He'd be similar, I think. I think he could be like a third scoring option, but I don't think he'd be I think he'd be closer to like fifteen seventeen. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he's shown that he's actually like offensively talented, but I don't think he'd be a twenty point per game scorer on no, exactly. a playoff team. But he's still, like, defensively, it's still there, but it's obviously regressed because he's had to take play over from Detroit and no, he also exactly. has to take over the offense. Like, if I'm, like, I'm not, like, he's the main, he's the only scorer, so, like, I'm not worried about defense if I'm the only guy that they're like, Jeremy, we need you gotta to guard score. Mason Pumbley. You gotta guard Mason Pumbley, bro. What do you mean? Yeah, Didn't Mason Pugley have, like, a big game this year? I feel like he had, like, a really big game this year. Not, like, like really big. It's just a 50 I think piece. he did have, like, a triple-double. I know he had. Yeah. I, oh, he did. I'm pretty sure he did. With assists. Yeah. yeah. He did have a triple-double. No. With blocks. Well, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, that's my honorable mention. Okay. Who's your number 10? I got Draymond at 10. Okay. I... I also have Draymond at ten. Surprised you're like really high on Draymond. No, I, feel I like... wasn't. I he almost came <laughs> out of the top ten. Yeah, Draymond was. Uh, yeah, it was for me. It was either Draymond or Pascal, and I decided to give it to Draymond because I love okay. me some Draymond. I I give it to Pascal. Pascal's my nine. Just because. Yeah. yeah. Pascal's like, I... my nine. Draymond's my ten. Yeah. So I did have. So the only different, yeah. So I have Siakam over Draymond, but Draymond, like he was kind of that player that's like, like he was the main player I said is the hardest to rank, honestly, because like impact wise, like I really wanted to put him at five, to be honest. I was gonna say I expected you to have him a little higher. No, I, my thing is like he he was so polarizing for me. Like I did a bunch of drafts for this list. In some, he was at five, and some, he was an honorable mention. So, like, it's just so hard to rank him. Yeah. Well, it's all just, like, what you value. Because, like, talent-wise, 
talent wise, Draymond could be a, like towards the end of this list. But I mean, no, like, impact wise, yeah, he's, he's up there. Yeah, but you can't just go strictly off of impact in this kind of list. Like this isn't a uh, best players impact level because if we were doing that, then it'd be higher. Honestly, I don't even know how I'd make that list. <laughs> I mean, like impactful players, like like guys that come to mind is like. Chris Jimmy, Paul. Draymond, Chris Paul, and those guys that like the stuff, the Im- they, the the no, impact yeah. goes farther than the score sheet. Yeah, because obviously, yeah. like fucking LeBron's impactful. <laughs> like, Giannis, <laughs> no, LeBron, obviously, you know, obviously, like the top ten players in the league are super impactful. But like, these are the guys that like do more above the stat sheet. But no, yeah. Draymond, like scoring wise, man, like that was my thing. Like this man. Like hey, he said he's working on it. He is so good at defense and playmaking and overall impact. Like that overall else. impact it cancels out with his scoring. Oh, exactly. That's my thing. Like his inability to score the ball just neutralizes the impact he does on the defensive end and as a leader and as a playmaker. No, exactly. Because you're essentially basically unless like Draymond and Curry are doing their like uh two-man game you're essentially playing like four on five offensively yeah but draymond was the second best player on the team there was no clay so then that yeah. kind of, that kind of hurt too so next year when clay with another scoring punch i think that draymond can definitely if if he like if his athleticism doesn't like decrease too much and if he has a similar year to next year but just like with clay i think that'll heavily benefit the team yeah, and him. yeah. But yeah, like no, having Clay will like, make it worse. <laughs> he's never been like that kind of scorer, but yeah. like he wasn't a liability when it comes to scoring the ball. Like he just passes up wide open shots because <laughs> he can't hit them. Because he can't exactly. He just can't <laughs> hit them. <laughs> I mean, he was all defensive first team. I think like top ten, top five in assists per game. Yeah, and obviously like. Remember at the beginning of the season when the Warriors were doing bad and Curry was dropping like 50, 60 every game, but they were like losing. And then Draymond came in. Draymond came back and rattled the and they, troops. And then they started exactly. So that it's kind of like that shows the impact. But at the same time, like for an individual player ranking, he doesn't rank that high for me. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he, he definitely could have been at five. <laughs> like in between, like honorable mention of five, that's his range. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I said my nine is Siakam. We talked about him. Who's your nine? Uh, I got DeMar. Okay. And I was kind of looking at it now, and I was kind of thinking, like, that's a little low. But at the same time, I don't know, man. I think you're pretty fucking high on John Collins. <laughs> I think that's my thing. No, 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 no. My, like, uh, what is this? Nine, eight, and seven. I think my nine, eight, and seven are, like, really close. For okay. Me. That's me with my six, seven, eight. So yeah, um, and my thing, like I don't know, Demar. Yeah, yeah. It's Demar's like, polarizing for sure. Demar, I say it. The less I like it. Um, like I don't know. He's just been on the Spurs, and maybe that's part of the problem. Like I don't really fucking pay attention to the Spurs at all. Um, even no though they, they, even if though they're they, not they, a San Antonio fan, no one does. No one's fans San Antonio. I'm just kidding. But they got a lot of guys I like. I just don't really like. I don't know. Like, I, re- I I think this season will, like, show a lot for DeRozan that he's there. He's fucking hopefully going to be on a playoff team. 
Um, oh, for sure. Hopefully, like, because the main thing with him has always been like, like impact. Like, how much does he no, really exactly. impact a team? And if he goes to the Bulls and he, like, is a part of a winning team, then I think that that'll change him a bit. Because, like, yeah, like he's talented, but it's just like his weaknesses don't really help to like impact <clears throat> three point shooting <laughs> and defense, <clears throat> but. Hopefully that those things are more hidden on the Bulls and hopefully Yeah, I was gonna that... say I think the Bulls they have a nice balance for other people's weaknesses are a lot of other people's strong suits, which I think will I think the Bulls I think the Bulls will be good next year. That's that's actually true because like shooting Levine was a forty percent three point shooter, Alonzo was forty percent, Vucevic shot forty percent, Patrick Williams shot forty percent. Yeah. So like you have like shooters there and Demar's like he's actually shown to San Antonio like he's improved his playmaking a lot. No, exactly. Actually, and like, then in terms of in terms of playmaking, like Lonzo struggles more in terms of playmaking in the half court. So in the half court you can have Lonzo be more of that like three and D S kind of guy because Lonzo's fucking shot a lot of threes. And you can have the offense run more more through Demar and Zachary. Zach Levine, yeah, because those are your half court creators. Exactly. And then you also like defensively too, Lonzo makes up for Levine on defense, and then Patrick Williams makes up for Jamar on defense. So that's actually like, I I never thought about it that way. But yeah, that's actually like really well constructed. No, I actually really like what the Bulls did. I want to see it first because like that's a lot. No, exactly. They need to like. Because the the pieces are there, and on paper, like with all their strengths, it could work. But we just need to see like if people's egos get in the way, and how coaching, how they decide to do everything. Yeah, yeah. So like it's risky, but yeah, Demar, he's improved his playmaking a lot in San Antonio, and that's gone under the radar. I think like he was their main guy in terms of playmaking. So yeah, I think my main thing is just like kind of what we said earlier, how he's kind of just like that that good player on a bad team that just like, like that Westbrook type, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. He's good on a bad team, but we don't really like him on a good team. Like it doesn't really lead to much. Yeah. I think yeah. Toronto kind of showed that. No, exactly. Especially, especially in the playoffs. Another thing is like DeRozan. Let's talk about playoff DeRozan, man. Cause yeah, like, I know that's my, that's my main concern. It's like, yeah, the Bulls made it to the playoffs. And then it's like, DeRozan just, like, completely shits the bed like usual. But, like, in the play-in game against the Grizzlies, like, DeMar, like, did awful. I think he shot <laughs> He did bad. I just know he yeah. had, like, a really bad night. Yeah. And, like, yeah, him in those playoff situations, like, it's weird because I'd say he's a decently clutch player, but yeah. not in, like, playoffs for some Not in the play Hey, yeah. that's what they got Zach Levine and Vucevic for. It's weird. Oh yeah. Um DeRozan's my eight. Okay. Who's he for he's your nine? Yeah. Okay, so my my eight, nine, ten. So I have DeRozan at eight, Siakam nine, Draymond ten. And then what's your eight, nine, ten? Uh my eight is Tobias Harris. Okay, and then your nine and ten is Demar and Draymond. Demar and Draymond. Oh yeah, and then Siakam. So I'm just higher on Siakam than you are, basically. Yeah. Okay. And then, and then you're fucking gonna have John Collins out. <laughs> Jesus, what do you? No, we have to. Okay, Tobias. All right, all right. Tobias. Okay, Tobias. Because that's your um, number. 
That's your number eight? Yeah. Okay. I was really high on Tobias Harris, and uh, part of the reason I say was, um, he was definitely (laughs) disappointing during this playoffs. Like, he had some games, but... It was he was definitely pretty disappointing in the playoffs. Like some games, it really offensively, it really felt like Joel Embiid versus the other team, and that's like that was what Tobias was there for. Basically, was to fucking score the ball since you know no one else on Philly can other than Embiid, and you know with with Simmons struggling the way he did, I really wanted to see Tobias Harris step up, and he did it. And I, yeah, like I said, he didn't my, do bad though. He, he just like, bad, no. he's not that, he's not that type of player that you're going to notice. No, exactly. That's true. I could agree like, with that. He still like did decent scoring wise. And like, it's not like, like last playoffs was when he was awful. When it, when Simmons was out, that's when it was awful. Yeah. No, but last year, last was year was really awful. bad. Yeah, last year was awful when it came to that. But I wouldn't say that this year was as much as that. I'd say it was just like he just like doesn't step up, I guess. Yeah. He just like yeah. stays the same, but when you need him to step up, he doesn't really, if that makes sense. No, yeah. And yeah, I could have had him at I mean, I said the, my 9 through 7 was really close, but I really could have had him at uh nine but i definitely think i think tobias harris is a bit of an underrated defender like he's obviously nothing special oh, oh I but i think he's too. i think he's pretty underrated on the defensive end one more one more thing to add really the only like he scored 20 points in every single playoff game this season except for one where he scored four and he shot two for 11 so yeah, like yeah that i would say was bad but like other than that like I'm looking at the game log. I'm just thinking about like memory from watching the games. Like it, he he had a decent playoffs. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, but yeah, Tobias also underrated defender. I agree with that. He's just like Tobias. I think you're kind of like I think you're kind of underrating him. No, I I That's have a, I have a one spot higher. I I, I should have talked. I have him, <laughs> I have him at seven, but Tobias like he was almost fifty forty ninety. Yeah. He was almost 50-40-90. He was the third best player on the best team in the East. Who finished with the best record in the league? It wasn't them, right? It... Who the hell was first in the West? Jazz? Oh, yeah. It was the Jazz. I think it was the Jazz, yeah. It might have been... I think it might have been Utah, Phoenix... And then Philly. Philly. But I'm not sure. Okay, but a top he was the third best player yeah. on a top three team in the league, shot almost 50, 40, 90, and did pretty good defensively. Hey, a lot of people would say he's the second best player on that team. You could you could honestly make an argument. You, you for could that. make that argument. Uh, yeah. I thought that he should have gone more all star buzz this season. I think that I I don't know if I had him making it, but I definitely had him close. Like I was really high on Tobias. I think Tobias. I had him over Simmons for who should have made it. I'm pretty sure I had him as an all-star for me. but I, I, Or an honorable mention, like a high honorable mention. Yeah. But yeah. And then also, like, defensively, too. He's just, like, he's so well-rounded. He can create his own shot. He can play off the ball. He can defend decently. And he's semi-consistent. Yeah. 
he's mostly consistent, but then he has some duds. Like he'll be like twenty points, twenty points, twenty points, and then he disappears and has like four. Yeah. Extra. Yeah. But no, yeah. Toby, the thing about him is he's finally like in his right role. Yeah, no. When it's they had Dockers. When they have exactly, yeah. Like he's just like in that good offensive role. And also, like, remember two years ago when he was playing the three and he was, like, their only three-point shooter? Yeah, that, was, that was bad. That was awful. That was <laughs> awful, like, defensively and offensively. Now that he's finally at the four, did he play at the three last year or at the four? Well, they, I know they started Horford and Embiid for a while, didn't they? So I guess he would have had to. I don't know was if that, that was, last like... last season? Like, that was last season. Wait, was that 2019-2020? That was the bubble. Shit. I think so. Horford was on... I guess he was. Holy yeah, shit, that seems like ages ago. He just got traded. I know. No, it does. Holy okay, fuck. Okay, so yeah, he was playing the three in the in the bubble. That's yeah. what... Yeah. I don't, know, then... I don't know if he was in the bubble. Because I think at that point they had moved Horford to the bench because they realized, you know. Oh, yeah. That... But during that season, he was, it was out of rhythm. But then, yeah. and he also just like, his role just wasn't right. But yeah. now he's the full time four and he just plays way better there. And also, offensively, they also just put him into the game plan more. Yeah. Because he wasn't really utilized in the game plan at all. Like, remember when they traded for him when they had Simmons, <laughs> Jimmy. Uh, JJ, Tobias, and Embiid, and and, and Tobias just like stood in the corner. Like, yeah, corner yeah. sat this man for two years in a row. <laughs> it's fucking Brett Brown for you, man. So like, I really like Tobias Harris. I have him just a spot above. So, so yeah. So I have him at seven. I also have him above Demar. So yeah. Uh, who's your? Yeah, this is where I, this is where I have John Collins. Okay, please, like, explain. <laughs> I just, like, when a player ends a season, I think he ended the season really well. Like, in the playoffs, I think he stepped up in the playoffs. And I definitely think he made huge improvements on the defensive end of the floor, especially at the point where you can play with Trey Young. Because, like, the problem before was that it was, like, you can't have John Collins and Trey Young because John Collins is fucking shit defensive. But now I think he's to the point oh, where, yeah, yeah, sure. where yeah, he's solid, where he's solid enough to the point where he's probably average, maybe a bit better than average, to be honest. Um, yeah, and I just like his offensive game. I think it fits really well with Trey, and maybe that's part of the problem. Like it inflates a little bit. But I definitely think he also had some moments in the playoffs where, like, some key moments in closeouts of games. I remember John Collins having some, uh, especially in the Philly series, having some uh, some moments. Yeah, I do remember some key plays that he made there, too. I just don't think that, like, it's enough. Like, That's I just, fair. Like, in the playoffs, I just really don't remember him that much. Like, I don't know. I feel like... I just don't remember the playoffs a lot, period, to be honest. That's true, but I just don't remember like him doing anything in the playoffs. Like you're hyping up this playoff run that he had, but I just like don't see it as that way. There's a reason, which the is Hawks the main went all the way to the conference finals. Yeah, because of fucking Trey Young. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, 
Like, I wouldn't say that John Collins did, like, better than he... I mean, I guess, like, him, like doing the little things, I guess he has improved with that. <clears throat> I just think that, like, Trey Young makes him look, like, so fucking good. Like, he is skilled. I'm not saying he's not. But I'm saying that, like, Trey Young makes him look, like, really, really good. <laughs> no, yeah. Like, yeah, like, Trey Young makes him look like an all-star. And I don't know if if John Collins is an all-star without Trey Young. <laughs> Take Trey Young off the Hawks and they're still in the playoffs. Just kidding. <laughs> Next season, John Collins is going to win finals MVP. MVP. <laughs> MVP finals MVP is going to have, like, this amazing, like, improved season. And I'm going to be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look who's dumb now. But, yeah, I just, like... This is really surprising. You've never, like, talked about John Collins, and now he's... Okay. Okay. Seven through nine is really close. Like, th- think of it this way. No, I know. Even at nine, I... though, I think is... No, no. Like, not like eight, nine, I could see it. Think of it this way. That's one spot lower. Yeah, I know. But, like, <laughs> ten... Man, like, I said I could see it. That doesn't mean I agree with it. Um, think of it this way. So, it's 2K, right? My league. And DeMar, Tobias Harris. No, 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 no. DeMar, Tobias Harris, and John Collins are all like 87 overalls. No, they are not. John Collins is 85. I know. In my my opinion. Well, then you're just overrating John Collins then. (laughs) I don't think he's an 87, but okay. That was just an example overall. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I thought that. Okay. No, they're, they're close. They are they are close. It's just that like yeah, the gap between like even like the honorable mentions and seven isn't like that big of a gap. No, exactly. And that's the thing with the power forward. It's like everything is really close. So now, I respect the John Collins thing. It's just like kind of like threw me off, and it's like the only like disagreement that I could attack to make it entertaining. You know, <laughs> it's like the only like big what surprise where I haven't How- seen the logic. Like most, like all of our. Like, whenever we've disagreed on where a player ranks, like, we at least see the other side. Like, right now, I don't really, like, see the other side. I don't really see John Collins as that. Like, most of the time we agree, but I just don't see John Collins as high as you. But that's fine. No, I respect you putting him that high. And I respect John yeah, Collins as he does. respecting John Collins. Okay, I'll, I'll start... I'll start respecting him. If, if he's an all-star he next year... Like, remember when he was being like a bitch during the regular season, though? That's what I was thinking of when he was like, I, what like, happened I, to that? I need more touches. Yeah, Young, he got more Trae touches. Trey Young's a ball hog. <laughs> yeah, Trey Young's a... That was weird. I was like, this isn't good. Trey Young literally has like all of his... Uh, they're like a top five duo in terms of assists in the league. Like to Trey Young to John Collins. Yeah, facts. Okay, okay, let's let's think of it this way, actually. This is a fun way to think about it. So you said the tier is John Collins, Tobias, and DeRozan, right? Yes. So all of them, they aren't the best player on their teams. They're like second or third, right? So yeah. think of it this way. Who would do, how would you rank them in terms of who would do the best if their best player wasn't in the game or wasn't playing? If their best player wasn't there, then how would you rank it? 
if their best player wasn't there. Well, that's a good way to think about it. I'd probably, in terms of offense, I'd probably flip it. So, so who would be your best? It DeMar, be Tobias, John Collins. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, John Collins would be last for you. So, you're admitting that Trey is the reason that. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's, it's all good. It's all good. It's just, it, they're all in the same tier, yeah. But, yeah, that's just like, yeah, John Collins would do the worst if, like, if Levine gets injured, if Embiid gets injured, and if Trey Young gets injured. Then I think that John Collins. They're just more like shot creators. Like DeMar and Tobias to me That's are more true. shot creators. Like I could see them run running like if they had to, I could see them being able to run the three obviously a lot more than John Collins. But I think that if those guys get injured, that the 76ers would struggle less and that the Bulls would struggle less than the Hawks would if John Collins is your number one guy. Because, oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess we did see... I guess we did see the 76ers without Embiid a lot and with Tobias and Ben Simmons. Yeah. But no, that's just my thing. John Collins is still good. If John Collins is an all-star next year, I'll get a John Collins jersey. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have to get it now. <laughs> Fuck that. You're like, why did this guy got a John Collins jersey? <laughs> yeah, this guy's work. Okay, <laughs> who is your number... Did we say seven is John Collins, right? Yeah. Okay, who's your number six? That's where I have DeMontis bonus. Okay, I have him here too. Um, do you know what's crazy? I was like thinking about it, and Sabonis isn't like that far off of like what Jokic was doing prior to this year. Like, That's true. Like, like, I mean, statistically. Like, their stats are basically, like, identical, but Jokic was yeah. the best center in the league, and Sabonis is, like, barely an all-star to people. So, like, also just, I would say that's also because he's on the Pacers, but, like, at the same time, Jokic is on the Nuggets. So, like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it, it kind of cancels out. But, no, yeah. Sabonis, he, was, he had the best season of his career. He was an all-star. The Pacers, I don't blame the Pacers' lack of success on him. No, neither do I. Which is why it's, like, but he didn't make the playoffs. He can't be that impactful. But, like, I don't really... There's also some injuries. I'd say injuries and just, like... I'd say Coaching. Just like a, it was a directionless team, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they didn't really know what to do with, like, Miles Turner. They don't, they haven't known what to do with him for, like, they the past don't. two years. Yeah. And, like, then they got Levert, and they were trying to, like, figure out what to do with him and what they wanted to be with him. And it was just kind of, like, a messy season. But throughout all of yeah. that, Sabonis did his shit like, yeah no yeah proved on his spacing ability as well that's what i was gonna say that's what i predicted that was like my main prediction i i i remember talking about that multiple podcast episodes before i was like sabonis is gonna expand his range this season and he did makes so, sense that elevates him i think do you that- think that, do you think the pacers should look to get rid of to part ways with turner or sabonis are, are you good? Not in terms of, like, who's better, but, like... I mean, what Riley, be, Riley. Like how you'd Riley, be able to trade. Riley, Riley, Riley. They make the same amount of money. Sabonis makes, like, $18 million. Yeah, I know. His contract is, like... Whew. Sabonis is the proven all-star. And I think that, like, if I'm the Nuggets... Or, fuck. If I'm the Pacers, <laughs> I'm looking at the Nuggets and thinking, 
let's try to mimic what they're doing. That's fair. You know? And just, like, yeah, they make, like, the same amount of money. Sabonis is younger, and he's the multiple-time All-Star. I really don't think that's... But, like, Turner is, like, he is literally, like, the the perfect center you'd want in this day and age. Yeah, but he doesn't fit with Sabonis. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's why you part ways, you could part ways with Sabonis and potentially get something more. But then, what would you? But you're not gonna win. No, you might as well trade Turner because you just said it yourself. Turner's value is at an all time high, and you're not gonna like if you trade Sabonis. What? Then... Sabo- what? No, Sabonis has higher value though. Yeah, I know, but your team's gonna be better if you trade. I don't know, bro. I, I mean, I you got to be, be training Turner to like a really good situation, though. Yeah, sure. Like that team to have more incentive to want to trade for Turner, I guess. Like the Warriors, exactly. Like, yeah. Or the Pelicans, but like, or, what do you like? What are you getting, yeah. Brandon Ingram? Like, Here's my thing. So. I think that the Pacers should, in the future, because obviously they still have Miles Turner and they're not going to trade him this season. But well, yet. That we know of. But my Bro, people have been speculating want... this trade for so long. It's just like not happening. Yeah, like two years. <laughs> Literally. But my thing is, I really want Sabonis to play center and I want oh, them God. to get a defensive four. Okay. Kind of like what they've been doing with Jokic. Like they need yeah. they need a defensive switchable power forward. No, exactly. The floor. And that would just be like, like, look at what like Aaron Gordon and Paul Millsap, that's what they've done next to Jokic. And it's worked out really, really good. So, like, yeah. I think that that's what they should do is run Sabonis at center, which is like Miles Turner, I don't think, really fits with Sabonis. No, exactly. No, Sabonis needs to be ran at the five, which is why the Pacers just need to fucking give up on this running him at the four shit. Exactly. They Well, that's why they need to trade Miles Turner because that combo just, like, doesn't work it doesn't work no and it, we've fucking known that for like two years and the pace is like no we just won't. we're content being the 10th seed Fact. i think that's the bonus is pretty underrated like i know and like no, no one like gives him credit at all i, I was really close to really close to putting Sabonis higher mm, i'd say that he's at like the top of like how i did it was i was like Sabonis, Tobias, and Demar, and then I was like, but Demar or Sabonis is at the top of that tier, but he's also like really close to five, I guess. Yeah, yeah. He could be higher, uh, but the most skilled player out of them, he won the skills competition. Yeah, <laughs> that. Oh my god, it's on Basketball Reference. No, because <laughs> no one pays attention to <laughs> But. He is skilled. Like he's ve- he's a very skilled center, and he's not like. He's oh, but he's a, not a center. But he, I, I <laughs> he's a very skilled big. For a big man, he is very very skilled, and just like yeah. yeah, like we said, like offensively, he is very very good. It's just that like with the right pieces around him, he could be higher. No, exactly. Because like. Right now, it's just kind of like, like they have talent, but it's just kind of like weird. They don't really like the Pacers' Pacers timeline and just like overall, like what they're trying to do with the team. It's just like is weird. They don't know what they're doing. Yeah, but like if you have a competent team around Sabonis, that's 
tailored to him and cater to him, then I think that he would be way higher on this list. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he's very skilled, very underrated. I hope that next year he just works on improving his range. And that's really like, just have the same season, but just like work on that range, really. Yeah, yeah. And I guess just like strength and defense so that the Pacers feel more comfortable trading Turner and putting you at the five. Exactly. So, yeah, that's what I would say. Uh, How tall is he? 6'10", 6'9"? He's 6'11", bro. You good? Oh, shit. Yeah. 6'10", 6'11". I I think he's 6'11", though. He's 6'11". Yeah. So, like, he's also, like, the frame of a center. (laughs) No, exactly. Uh, You're number five, Julius Randle? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We we all good now. The bottom there is a little bit controversial with the John Collins thing, but okay, we good now. Yeah, I, I have um, Julius at five too. Yeah, I was really close to putting Julius at six just because he was no, yeah. really shit in the playoffs. But um I was gonna say it's very weird to rank him as well, just because like it's like there's two completely different players that you're ranking. It's combined into one. You're like, no, exactly. oh, regular season Julius or playoff Julius? <laughs> no, exactly. And, it's like yeah. you don't want to discredit what he did during the regular season. Like he had an amazing but regular season. Here's he my thing. Seed? Here's my thing. Lots of people, like when they do these lists, they're all at the end of the year. And like with some players like Jimmy and Randall, for example, there's the playoff version of them and the regular season version of them, but they always rank the playoff version of them. Yeah, yeah. Which is, like, my problem. Because, like, Julius Randle, like, are we fucking forgetting what he did? Like, yes, he did shit in the playoffs. Let's look at that. But let's also look at the fact that Julius Randle led the Knicks to the fourth seed, one most improved player, was an all-star, had an amazing season. Like, defensively wasn't actually bad. Shooting wise, shot forty two percent from three. He be, he became a shot creator. Like he actually became a shot creator. Playmaking like was crazy. way better this year than last year. Like last year, he was clowned, and the playoffs, he was clowned. But like this regular season, he needs his fucking respect. No, exactly. Like yeah, like last year, his playmaking was awful, and he was not the shooter he was in New Orleans that one season. Like who who predicted the Knicks to make the playoffs this year? No one. Literally, and, yeah. And literally. a four seed? It's because like, of Julius. Literally. Give Derrick Rose his credit. No, but yeah, but he wasn't on the team, I'm saying. Like, when the season started. Yeah, so but they like, were better. They Their record was better when Derrick Rose was there. Yeah, true. But they were still a playoff team. Yeah. A higher playoff team. I think. No, exactly. They were like the six seed. Yeah, D Rose five six. They weren't like too far off. They weren't the four seed, but they were they were close. Yeah, but yeah, Julius like defensively, like usually for his career he's been pretty bad defensively, but he actually was good. He was actually decent defensively. It's Tibbs, man. Playmaking facts. Playmaking wise, they're way better than last year. I always knew that he was like a good playmaker. Even since like L.A., I seen the playmaking. Like even though he didn't get like high assist numbers, like I I knew that he was a in in his early Lakers days. Yeah, but I knew that he still had like more to him. No, exactly. I knew that he was a skilled big that had above like above average playmaking for a big, but obviously he went far beyond that. 
No, exactly. And yeah, shooting wise, like forty two percent. Like he, like I watched a lot of Knicks Knicks games this year. He could not miss. Like he needs some respect. He's very very good. I just like hope that he does this next season for the Knicks' sake and just for like yeah, like I'm scared because I don't want him to get shit on. (laughs) Yeah, like I'm scared he's gonna like fall off just a little bit. Also, they just extended him. No, I definitely think that like. I don't think he'll improve. Like, I think, like, he'll either stay the same or drop off a little bit. Kind of like with, like, Ingram when he won most improved. Like, I feel like when you win most improved, you're kind of – that's just kind of, like, who you are now. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you look at all the past most improved player winners, most of them, like, that was their – that was either their peak or they just kind of, like, have maintained at that level. Yeah, yeah. Al Depot? For, like, yeah, Oladipo. That's a good example. But, like, when he came back from after that season, before he got injured, he was, like, a little bit worse or the same level. Yeah, yeah. And then Siakam as well. Well, I mean, yeah. like, I don't know, man. Siakam put up worse stats. I expect more out of Siakam next year. Oh, I do too. But, like, I'm saying, like, in his most improved player season, like, statistically, he's gotten better since then but like i don't know if he actually like has gotten better you know yeah yeah because like he was he was a beast he was an 89 he used to be an 89 okay he was an 89 that's ridiculous isn't he like an 83 now he's an 83 yeah i mean 2k's whack with their ratings he's an 83 draymond's like an 80 he's an 83 draymond's so disrespected yeah, facts. So you should be like an 83, 84. Yeah, yeah. OG should be like an 83, 84 as well. Siakam should be like an 85, 86. Yeah. No, I think I, I think in my thing that I made, I had him at 85. No, yeah, 85, 86, I'd say. But yeah, uh, anything else to talk about with Randall? Just like we hope that he keeps this up and he doesn't <laughs> like. Could you imagine if he just like. Went back goes back to goes well. He also just got recently extended to like that big contract. Man, so doesn't need his bag anymore. Exactly. I, I I really hope that that's not the case. That like, it's like yeah, like, I'm oh, retiring. Yeah, I got my bag. <laughs> just <laughs> so a it's on my <laughs> Uh, number four, I got Giannis. Anthony <laughs> Davis. <laughs> yeah, nice joke. yeah i have zion yeah this is zion's spot and zion was talking crazy during this yeah 100 percent. like zion's getting crazy better than randall well i'd say he's closer to i don't know man i think he's closer to randall i was about to say i think he's closer to randall but like i think he's comfortably at this spot yeah like the other guys it's like you're picking hairs really between like those other guys but i'd say zion is comfortably the fourth best power forward yeah and I think most people agree as well. The crazy thing, I I seen I seen a YouTuber. He put um Zion over Tatum, and I was like, huh? But that's just that's ridiculous. Like, yeah, like I, Zion's offensive abilities, other than like of course the three point shooting, is like crazy. And that's like with fucking Eric Bledsoe and Stephen Adams' ass clogging the paint. So like, oh, he was with, one of the best scorers in the league this season. Yeah, exactly. Taking that into consideration and looking at, like, 
his at the rim field goal percentage. Like it was crazy. Oh, it's crazy. Like, and, like he had one of the best off like scoring seasons like in the league. I'd say. Yeah, he was at like he was having multiple back to back. Like every game, it seemed like he would have like at least twenty five plus. No, yeah, exactly. He's just a beast. He's basically just like he's basically just like a six six. Well, I mean, I was gonna say six six Giannis, but like offensively, he's like a six six Giannis. Six six Shaq. Six six Shaq. Yeah, basic. Well, I mean, Shaq Giannis. You know. But, yeah. But yeah, the thing is, like, Zion's like a top twenty player, maybe top fifteen, and he still feels like he's so raw. Is he? And, like, you saw him improve, like, every game. That's the thing as well. Like, you could literally, especially in terms of his playmaking, you could see his, like, vision improve every game. Like, it's crazy. Like, he hasn't, he hasn't even played 100 NBA games. Not even 100 it, it, NBA like, games. It literally yet. felt like his rookie season last year. Pardon? It literally felt like his rookie season last year. It basically was. Exactly. The first year was just, like, a sneak peek. No, literally. Summer league. But, but, like, yeah, like, offensively was insane. And, like, defensively, like, he has the tools. But just, like, he's not there. Man is just man just needs to get in shape. But, yeah, he's not – I don't even think he's close to his final form. No, not at all. And, like, like there's he's, still so much he can improve on, which is crazy. And the thing is, like, everybody knows, like, what uh, Zion is going to do. But they literally cannot stop him, like at all. Like he will get to the fucking paint. It's frustrating watching him if cool. like your your team is defending him. Because no, exactly. you said so many times, you're like, it's not. It doesn't seem that hard. Just stop him. <laughs> no, literally, like it doesn't seem that hard to just stick a center on him and he makes like, it look effortless. Yeah. No, exactly. Like Zion's, he's just too good, man. Sometimes yeah. when he would blow a couple bunnies, I'm like, bro, just make the layup. Yeah. But, you know. But no, yeah, he still has ways to go. Like he can, he can get way better in terms of defensively, playmaking wise. Like jump even shot. playmaking wise, I think is where he'll make the jump. But like even like shooting as well. Like he's basically just like a pure post scorer right now, and he's like a top twenty player. He's like but those he post scores in two K, two K twenty, two K nineteen. Oh, the post shots. Yeah. When that was a bit, yeah. Basically, man. But yeah, Zion's Zion's fucking good. Next year, he's gonna do even better. Most improved. No, I'm just kidding. He averaged like twenty seven. He averages like forty. <laughs> I can't wait to do like a pod where we like predict most improved and like the standings and all that stuff. That'll come later. Yeah. Obviously, because there's still lots of like players that need to be assigned and lots of things that could change. But yeah. Um, number three. This is eighty again, comfortably. No, it's Kevin Durant, obviously. <laughs> no, I no, no, <laughs> no. But eighty's here. Um, I mean, last year people were probably saying he was number one at this spot. Davis, yeah, hundred percent. But hey, people were still trying to say he's fucking top player in the league. Yeah, I like, think that I, when we do. Our, I think when we do our actual our um top fifteen, top twenty, whatever we're gonna do, I think that I'm gonna I think that my rating for eighty is fair. Taking everything into consideration. I think that what people forget is like people shit on AD 
for what he did this past season. But, like, he's still that fucking guy defensively. No, literally. Like, like he's still an anchor. Like, yeah, offensively, he wasn't amazing, and he was pretty underwhelming. But defensively, he's still a top three defender in the league. Oh, 100%. Like, you could mm, – could you make an argument for nothing? Mm. I think you could make an argument. I don't think he is, but he's not that far off from the best defender in the league. Yeah, yeah. When you look at how he anchors that defense, he's just, like, so versatile. He could he could block shots at the rim, Switch and he can also, like, him in the passing lanes is insane. Yeah, yeah. Like you, like, you cannot pass it to the corner if AD is guarding that corner. No, he'll he's, get out there. He will get out there, even if, like, yeah. Like, defensively, he's just that guy, which I think people overlook. He's that guy, pal. Bro, AD in 2K is so ass. He's fucking dog shit. Like, he's not athletic. He He's, like, has the athleticism of Gobert. Like, I'll be, like, trying to be, like, point center AD. And he just, like, can't blow by, like, the slowest defender. shit, man. 2K is so bad. Oh, I've been playing some, like... I've actually been having fun doing, like, some, some like, eight-minute quarter play now hall of fame against the computer with like the new rosters but yeah like there's some players in there like luca dunks every possession yeah and he's so tall like that's the thing it's because you just have to be fucking tall i literally just like rim run with luca because he's so fucking fast and he just like posters everyone and i'm like oh okay (laughs) (laughs) like there's some players yeah but ad is is that guy like he's he's that guy, pal. I mean, second best player on a championship quality team. What no, do you think? What do you think he's player. gonna be like this upcoming season? Um, I think Russ is gonna get the best. Is gonna help get the best out of Davis. I think Davis could like. I wouldn't be surprised if next season ends with AD as Finals MVP and the best player on the Lakers. That's fair. Yeah, like, I don't expect him to come out here and win, like, some MVP shit, especially during the regular season. Like, I don't expect it to be completely far off from what... Yeah, like, I don't expect it to be completely far off from what we saw from Davis this season, but I'm definitely hoping to see improvements. I definitely think that, like, when was it? Was it... Was it this last season or the one before where we were like, this is the season where LeBron gives the reins to AD and he takes over? It was this year. It was supposed to be this year. And Davis was like, nah, fam, I'm going to just coast. Yeah, but I think that this could be the year where he takes over as the best player. Because, like, LeBron's status as a player is up in the air right now. And I think that Davis can really bounce back and has the talent to bounce back. Yeah. But, yeah, Davis is back. He's got to get down in the trenches. I mean, we shall see. Again, he's like he's like athletic enough to. He's strong. He's a six ten, big, quick dude, and he's like, nah. Let me just take mid ranges. He's six ten. He's the thing is, he could bully lots of centers, and he could also blow past lots of centers. It's because he got no leg gains. Man's just skipping leg day. <laughs> but he needs. But he has good legs for mid range jumpers because you need lots. Of, <laughs> he has lots of lift on his mid range. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, who's your number two? Uh, they're so, like, I think, for me, they're definitely the most interchangeable in uh, the league. But uh, I got KD. I got KD at two as well. It's, and, like, it's before, before the playoffs, I had KD as the best player in the league. I did, too. 
But... The thing is, like, I... The thing is, like, Giannis didn't, like, completely close that gap. Yeah. Because yeah. KD still fucking killed it in that series. No, he would have without... beat the Bucks. He would have beat the Bucks if he had fucking smaller feet. By himself, yeah, yeah. basically. So, like, that's also why, like... It's just, like... Yeah, like, if he has smaller feet, then they win that game. Then they most likely go on to win the championship. They do go on to win the championship. Yeah, and then hard. we're having a different conversation. Sorry. No, exactly. Which is, like, the thing about, like, bias, I guess? Or, like... I don't really know the word. Like, this is kind of bias. But, like, taking events into consideration. Yeah. Instead of looking at the overall player. Yeah, yeah. But it's so close. Well, and then the thing is, too, like, Giannis literally came off of, even last year, he's coming off of a defensive player of the year and an MVP season. And this year, he comes out and he wins the championship. So, like, just with that, it's hard to not say, like, yeah, this guy is fucking taking over the league right now. I think, like, yeah, that's facts. And there's also two things. One is just, like, regular season, if you would have played more. Yeah, yeah. Like, because KD, he didn't even make an all-NBA team, did he? Or, like, the third team? I don't know. The best player in the league, all-NBA third team. Yeah, yeah. Even though he was injured, but... If he, like, obviously, if you have had smaller feet and they win that series and they win the championship, then I think he's higher. But also, like, if he played more in the regular season, I think case he was playing at. Yeah. No, I just playing. He's fucking dominant. He played, like, 30 no. games. No, exactly. So, like, next year, I think that the Nets could make oh. a finals run and he can play more games and he can win finals MVP potentially. And then I think that's what would prove him. Because, like... Yeah. I don't think that what he did this last season proved him as the best no, player in the league. Not exactly. Maybe uh, talent-wise, the most talented player in the league, but I don't think, like, best player in the league based off what yeah. he did last year. Yeah. It, yeah. I, yeah. Might, uh, I might have to change my, my number one. KD just won the, the gold medal drop in 29 in the uh, uh, final game. Might have to change it. I thought that was tomorrow. Nope. I literally let's, seen a thing that said it was Saturday at 11, and I was like, ooh, I'll watch that. Unless it said fucking they're playing for gold. No, this was, the, this was the gold game. Like, they only had one more game. Right? I think so. I don't fucking know. Pretty sure it said they won gold. I yeah, because, yeah, yeah. Who knows? We knew it was going to happen anyways. Go bear ain't on shit. But yeah, Fournier. <laughs> I think Fournier. It's so interesting how international players play way better at in like in international play, but that's just because that's the basketball they grew up playing with those yeah. rules. And also just like I mean, he is yeah. also a guy on that team, so like and offensively. Also just like, yeah, exactly. The role as well. Because like in the NBA the roles are so like so like you're the main guy, the rest figure it out. Yeah. That's kind of Evan Fournier was Fournier is also like I I've always thought Evan Fournier was like decently underrated, especially in terms of scoring the ball. I think he yeah, he just played in or Orma- in or magic. He played in Orlando and averaged like eighteen and was like good, but like he wasn't really looked at to be No exactly. Another thing is also just like it just shows you how skilled NBA players are. Like Evan No exactly is like it's like what, probably like the third or fourth, probably like the fourth best player on the Knicks. Yeah, fourth or fifth. 
Like, and he's doing this, which is why, like, we need more teams, man. More players need opportunity. Like, I believe that there's so many skilled players, but they just, like, don't get the opportunity. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, anything else to add about Kevin Durant? I don't think so. Yeah, I just, I just like, don't think that what he did this past season improved himself yet. Yeah. yeah. I still think that he could do more to prove himself. Because I don't want to give him the title of best player in the league or best power forward in the league, and then next season he does even better. Yeah. I still think yeah. that he needs to prove himself to be the best player, and I still think he has a level that he can reach. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, but number one power forward Giannis, I think he's reached that level. No, he has, especially after the past two seasons. Like, respect the, respect the Giannis grind, man. No, yeah, I said like last year, if he won the championship, then he would be the best player in the league, and then he won it this year. So like, and he was basically like the same player. So I can't really like go back on that. Yeah, yeah, you know, like, no, that's exactly. All he needed to do for me to prove himself. Because he had the MVPs, he had the depoy, he had the regular season success. All he had to do was prove that he can win a championship as the best player, and then he did. And now he has, exactly. So, it's just like, shout out to him. Like, to be the best player. And you know what else he did it with? He did it with Coach Bud. Yeah, I was gonna say that's even more fucking surprising. That's, that's that makes it much harder of a challenge. Our man's was giving Jeff Teague rotational minutes <laughs> up until the finals. Jeff Teague a Hooper, bro. What do you mean? No, Jeff Teague was ass. <laughs> man shouldn't even have touched the court for one minute of the whole playoffs, and man's probably averaged like ten minutes a game. Like, <laughs> no, <laughs> hell no. Nah. But yeah, Davis is the best defensive player in the league, and also like one of the best offensive players in the league in terms of, well, he's also like offensively probably the most dominant or at least one of the most dominant. And then defensively he's the best player defensively. Yeah. Yeah. And also like playmaking. I said, even like before the playoffs that his playmaking is really underrated. Like I was talking about how we could do like a podcast for underrated aspects of top players. And then Giannis's playmaking, I was going to have on that list. Yeah. Because that's very overlooked. And then, yeah, like his scoring, his grab, and his overall, yeah, his pure dominance is just amazing. And then defensively, and then, yeah, he's he's the best power forward in the league. Best player in the league? I mean, we'll see. Just kidding. Yes, he is. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Yes. When we get to our rankings, he will be the best player in the league for me. That will not change. But the rest, uh, we shall. You're sleeping on Alex Caruso. Yeah. I told you that um, the Bulls are... Oh, did you... Oh, my God. I forgot to tell you. So, the Raptors are going to retire number seven. Lowry's done his playing career. As they should. Yeah. They're retiring number seven. I've seen that, and I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> boy, Kyle Lowry, a legend. So, yeah. Next up will be center's list. So, that's going to be exciting. Oh. We're going to have to rank the top boys. Um, I saw this TikTok, right? And it was this guy. He was, like, he was making his, uh, like, he was just making a team that he think would do well at the best players in the league, right? Yeah. Mans had Carl Anthony Towns running his power forward. I was like, 
what the fuck? <laughs> like, that's gonna be the what war. was the team? It was Steph, uh, Luca, LeBron, Cat, and Jokic. Like that is the worst defensive team I've ever fucking heard that of. That is just the worst built team. No, it doesn't fit at all. I was like, what is this? This is awful. It's <laughs> an awfully built team. Like the thing is, like. If you're building a team, why would like, you not put Giannis and Jokic? That is Literally. a match made in fucking heaven. Or, like, what are they going to do? Like, just pass the ball to each other around the fucking three-point line? Like, that's all their, like, four of their players are fucking amazing playmakers. Exactly. But, like, imagine Giannis and Jokic. They no, complement each other so well. And they're the best player at their position. So why would you not do that in building a no, team? No, exactly. Unless you're trying to run Giannis at center, like, it doesn't make sense to not have Giannis. Even if you have fucking LeBron. I don't give a shit. Yeah, like, a, a LeBron and Giannis. I, I can play with, yeah, I would have them together. With Curry, like, that's, that's a fucking... Exactly. <laughs> no shit. Well, that's, like, an amazing... Nah, that's, like, that's not a super team, bro. <laughs> nah, they just team up on the Lakers next season. Trade Davis for Giannis. And if you okay, Curry. last thing before we end the pod. If you had to build a starting five of current players to go eighty two and out, what are you doing? Well, you gotta have Steph at the one. You gotta have Steph, yeah. That two is tricky. That two is hard because like the best twos don't really fit with like they don't the rest fit. of the players exactly. I want. Like, like are, I want, Harden? I don't know. Like, I want Curry, LeBron, Giannis, and Jokic. Like, yeah. after that, then, like, Kawhi at the two? That's what I was thinking. I was thinking you might have to run a small forward there. Might have to run, Kawhi like... Would, Kawhi could work, Paul George. Because, yeah. like, Luka and Harden could play that shooting guard, but, like, I don't really like their fit with those guys. No, exactly. Like, Especially like Luka. Like, I don't know, man. Luka just, like... He I don't like doesn't this really... shit in a lot of places. I don't know. He doesn't. Like, with a lot of stars, his, like, compatibility is not very high. Yeah. But, yeah. Run. Probably. I'd say Kawhi at the two. Even though I don't that really like. I'm not the biggest fan of Kawhi's off-ball abilities. Yeah. You still have. Yeah, that's the problem, too. I might have Paul George, bro. Like, Paul George wouldn't be bad. Because, like, yeah, I might do that, honestly. Because, like, what did we say? We said Kawhi. Yeah, because, like, you need shooters around LeBron, Jokic, and Giannis. And, like, you got Curry. And then after that, you need that defense and that off-ball play, which is what Paul George excels at. What so about... Yeah, i probably have Paul George there. What about LeBron, KD, Giannis as your three through five? What about... I really want Steph in there. <laughs> No, yeah. Wait, wait what? you said LeBron. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, LeBron as your three through, three? as your three through five. Oh, three through five. So LeBron um, small forward, KD power forward, Giannis center. You could do that. I just love the fit of Jokic and Giannis. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, if you had to, yeah, if you had to add Durant in there, then yeah, actually, no, yeah, that would make more sense because Durant's better than Jokic. So yeah, I just yeah. like. Yeah, that that would actually be pretty good, actually. Yeah, that'd be better. But yeah. So let's recap our power forward rankings. So our top five is exactly the same. It's Giannis, Durant, AD, Zion, Julius Randle. And then my six through 10 is Sabonis, 
Tobias Harris, DeRozan, Siakam, Draymond. And then mine is Sabonis, John Collins, Tobias Harris, DeMar DeRozan, and Draymond Green. So really, I'm higher on... Really, it's basically the same, except I'm higher on Siakam than you are, and you're way higher on John Collins. (laughs) Yeah. Like, five spots higher, which is probably the biggest gap that we've disagreed with in this series. Yeah. But yeah. That was all for this episode of the Hoopers Live podcast. We hope that you enjoyed, and we hope that you join us for our center ranking list. Which Tomorrow. should also, I mean, maybe, <laughs> maybe soon. <laughs> maybe not tomorrow. <laughs> but yeah, we hope you enjoyed. We hope you stay tuned for the next one. And that's all for us now. We'll see you in the next one. Take care and goodbye. Adios.